Hello, everybody. It's Hambo here doing a little surprise live uh, live pod uh, from from the phone. I'm literally phoning it in, but I'm not fo- I'm not phoning in phoning in my authenticity, my sincerity. But uh, it's Thursday. It's Thursday, and recording here. Gosh, you guys are getting some good podcasts, man. You're getting some good, I, I, you know. Last, last uh, call, like last podcast, I had to call in and uh, had a good, heartfelt um, speech about Richard Donner. And again, I, I'll probably sprinkle in some more um, Richard Donnerness as, as we go on. Um, so let me see here. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to get. I got a loud call in. I'm looking at some of the features here. Background music. Ooh. I mean, I'm just kind of, uh, I'm waiting for, uh, I got Daniel Wilson uh, coming in hopefully soon, uh, if, if he got the link. And uh, I'm kind of looking through, there's some background music I could, I could use. Calm. How about a little, uh, well, it's not a, exactly... Late night, I got late night lounge. Let's try a little piano twink, uh, tranquility. Oh, you guys hear that? I don't know if you guys can hear that. Oh, here we go. Let me try this. <laughs> Welcome to a Hambo special. Oh. For a second, I thought uh, Alan ha- uh, Hazelnut was in the house there. Uh, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Ham Palace special. You and your lady sit down, have, have a discussion about movies, comics, creative things of that nature. And you enjoy them with you and <laughs> you know, it's uh let me let me pause this. There we go, get that out of there. Um we're still rolling. We're still rolling. That's pretty interesting. It's testing out some features. We got some effects. Let's see what we can do with the effects here. Oh, thank you, I know. Thank you everybody. Thank you. Yes. You know a friend of mine asked me, it's like uh, you know. Oh, oh how'd that damn joke go? Do you deliver? Do you deliver? <laughs> and, and I went to a restaurant. I said, he goes, do you deliver? He goes, no, we, no, we, uh, no, we, no, we do chicken and pork. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'll be here all night. 
<laughs> All right. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Love that. Okay. <laughs> Testing out some features. So we got the music. We got the effects here. Wow, what an amazing little app they got. This is pretty good. Good job, Podbean. Um, I can type in a message. Um, let's see here. Okay. So I don't think Dedon got my link. Let me send it to him again. Let me try this. And let's see if that works. Allow call in. I'm looking at listeners. Okay, we got listener stats, adminis, adminis, okay, okay, themes, looking at themes here, oh, they got different themes, oh, that's so nice, um, Top gifts for top fans. Uh, okay, so Daniel Wilson is uh, in the waiting room. He might have to call in. Here we go. Here we go. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hey. All right. All right, sorry about that wait there. I was kind of uh, messing around with some of the features on here. Quite all right. Yeah. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, working, working, but getting a lot of um, getting a lot of things done creatively on the on the productive side. Uh, the novella corrections on my novella are coming along pretty well now. Now that I can get in the library. And and focus, um, and really, you know, not be distracted by, by things. That's nice. And, uh, yeah. Um, getting some forward motion going on my, uh, on my comic and sending some files out to get a, hopefully a final print of rage number four. And hopefully that'll be hitting the website for, for sale soon after. Um, so things are moving. Things are moving. That's good. How how's it? I noticed you've been just uh, dipping in that ice bath and 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 working out and you know. Yeah, it's been good. The summer has been good over at Alex's or AKA the Northeast Muscle Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we last year was kind of it spent months putting that thing together, and now there's not much left to do i mean we've obviously we could add more and more stuff more toys and equipment but we're pretty much we've got a solid base and it's all set up so we just kind of we just got to pull the trigger on the days that we want to do it mm -hmm. um so i'm stoked 
you know, it, I'm super happy that Alex wanted to do that during Corona lockdowns. He wanted to, you know, turn his garage into a gym. And then I had to, I had to, I had a sauna that I had to get rid of. I had to get it out of my old house. They yeah. wanted it out. So I had nowhere to put it huh. and it just worked out. We put it at, Alex's, so he built the gym. Yeah. We built the sauna, you know, we, we, uh, refurbished the sauna. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I pumped a little bit of cash into it, but it has been well worth it. Like, so much nicer now. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what, that's what I've been up to lately. It's great. Is hitting the gym pretty much this summer and working. Yeah. Working. Most of the day, and then sneak off for an hour or so to the NEMC. At, at the How, NEMC Theater? And Northeast Muscle Club, otherwise known as NEMC. Oh, okay. NEMC. Yeah. They said AMC. Okay. N-E-M-C. Not AMC. But okay. I could be talking about AMC. I got some <laughs> friends that are like, you got to buy a- AMC stock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten into that? Have you looked into that at all? Um, well, before I answer, there's a little bit of uh, on your on your end. There's a little bit of shaky. I don't know if you have um like a bracelet on or, or there's something shaky. How's that? Yeah, I think Does that sounds better. Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I just I'm at I'm using earbuds with a cord, so it was just uh, it was. sort of rubbing up against my yeah, shirt. Yeah, it was a little jankly. Um. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been doing some investing, man. Uh, very little investing. Uh, uh, like yep. I got the the old Char- Charles Schwabby um, brokerage account there, and uh, I got some ETFs. Uh, you know, I got a few stocks. Um, I uh, but I didn't I didn't buy any AMC stock though. Again, I I don't want to get too crazy with the stockage stuff because. Again, I, I kind of want to go with the safer ETF and in, index funds things right now. You know, I don't want to get too crazy, <laughs> but I might. I yeah. Might, you know. I, I th- yeah. I mean, I I don't either, but I have yeah. a buddy who who's huge into it, and uh, you know, I just I don't know. It, to me, my my uh, my overall opinion is. Uh, I don't, I haven't looked into it. I don't really have the time to look into it. So I'm not just going to start betting that. I mean, that, to me, it's just gambling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, with stocks, and, especially, uh, you know, um, it wasn't until recently where I found out about ETFs and index funds where they're a little bit more of a, of a safer bet, but the stocks okay. always, you know, I don't know. There's only so many things I'm into, you know, where it's like, yeah, it, they always say, oh, you should invest in the stuff that you like. And, and I'm like, well, yeah, but I like comics, mo- you know, movies and, and role playing games. Like, I don't think those are big, heavy hit. Well, except for movies, you know, right. the, everything else is just kind of like hobby kind of stuff. And comics, I mean, well, I mean, there's Marvel and DC and stuff. So I don't know. Um it's just, it, and here's the thing. I, I, I guess this is what it is with me. It's when you're, when you're an artist or a creative, you just feel so out of touch with 
everything that's like the mainstream way of making money, whether that's real estate or uh, businesses, like it's just like it. You might as well be speaking another language because that's that's not where the interest lies. It's like right. It, it it's a, like a different different coding language, like uh, like friends of mine that buy houses and stuff or. And they're they're talking about oh well you know what's the equity what's the mortgage on this and well let me break it down for you it's like I don't want I don't I don't want to buy a house <laughs> you know because I know that's going to take me away from from my art and and just throw me off track and it's like a, you know oh, yeah I don't absolutely. like the idea of renting my whole life but it's like at least it won't throw me off my game you know for for years you know so yep. Sorry, this totally. is my little soapbox. I just wanted to vent a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. No, but I, I completely agree with you. You have you got so much energy. You only have so much energy. Right. And you're already drained from your nine to five. Mm-hmm. So you have you have even less energy for uh extra surplus. So it's yeah. like if you focus on something you enjoy doing, you can actually, you can, you can, uh, yeah. acquire a little turbo. It's like a turbo boost because you enjoy doing it. Right. But if you're trying to do something just, oh yeah, like some long-term goal, but you hate doing it, you know, like, how are you going to do this? This sucks. I got to work all day as, as and then I got to do something that ain't fun. Yeah. You know, you can't. Uh, Exactly. I mean, you got to stick with where the passion is, right? That that's what has held me back with the the QLA stuff with with Pena. It's like I yep. love watching the stuff, but it's like, well, okay, so uh, I want to go buy a, a medical a health business or something, and it's like I, I'm not into that. So it's like, shoot, I know. I it's you know I love what he's talking about. I love it, the attitude and everything, but it's like you got to have or the passion for for the deals or whatever and making the deals and it's like yeah i know you can make huge huge money but if the passion's not there like i even sent an email i don't know if i ever told you about this i, I sent an email to bruce de whipple you know his right hand man you know oh really <laughs> you, know, you know you know who bruce de whipple is uh uh-uh. He, he always talks about him on his on his show. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. gonna look him up right. I, yeah, Bruce DeWhipple. Okay. Yeah. And he is like he's he, Dan Penny always talks about him. He's like yeah, you know he's he's basically his his right hand man or whatever advisor. And I sent him an email and I basically told him I go look my passion isn't in in buying I, as much as I like what you guys are doing and I I don't know how to how to do this where it's like it's not my passion to buy a business that is not what i'm good at and then and and he's like you know and he sent me an email back and he said well yeah now i know who he is now i know who he is i, <laughs> yeah. I saw him i looked him up so yeah. sorry i just wanted to let you know i do know who he, i yeah. watched him speak yeah. so please tell me what did he say back yeah, he told me to go to help. No, I, <laughs> no, it was cool. He responded, which is really cool. He's like, well, he's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, he goes, Chris, you gotta, you gotta do what you're passionate about, you know. And and I told him about, yeah, I'm in, you know, into movies, filmmaking, and the comics and creative arts. He's like, yeah. He's like, you have to go where that where where that is. And he's like, um, 
On, on the other hand, he's like, if you look at the state of the Hollywood industry right now and how chaotic it is, you have a tough road ahead of you. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you know, he's kind of like, yeah, stick to what you're passionate about. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I think he was talking about the state of how everything was turning digital in the streaming and everything like that and how it's just it's how things change so fast and and uh, now that i look at it it's like yeah he's right but i have to look at it as like the opportunities i mean are are there too and they've changed like for example like you might not be able to i don't distribute a movie you make or something to that effect but you can approach you know a streaming channel and hopefully get something made that's episodic i mean those chances are there so I just have to kind of look at it in a in a you know in a, an adaptive way, I guess. You know, same with comics too. Like, sure, everything's being like made with like crowdfunding, and um, you know, I've been thinking about that a little bit more. Maybe doing some kind of small venture with the crowdfunding, like really micro, like small, just to see how it goes. You know, um, but yeah, it's like those are those are the way ways that those fields are changing you know now i could take the the qla general methodology the attitude uh you know and apply it to what i do and and i have in a lot of ways like uh like success leaves clues like all his quotes and everything and you can apply it to your life and everything and you know show me your friends i show you your future yada yada and um but as far as like the big you know <laughs> the quantum wealth I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the thing is like, yeah, he found a great loophole that that he excels at, which is, you know, the deal. And, and you know, he, he like he, like you said, he, he loves he gets off on making the deals and closing. And it's like that's that's his thing. And it's like I don't necessarily, you know, my thing is completing a project that's a story and putting it out there. You know, that's how I, you know, get off or whatever. You know, that's cool to me. So it's like. That's the thing. It's like, dang it. It's like, I want to do it. But at the same time, it's like, I know the passion's not there for, for that, that particular direction. So that's, what's so frustrating, you know, I'm with you. And yeah. I think Brian Rose had the same idea. So he didn't follow the QLA, um, play by play. He did. He tried to apply it to his own thing. Mm-hmm. Which I yeah I'm sure it you know Brian Rose is probably pretty successful I'm sure he's got a lot of deem or skeletons in the closet yeah stuff he yeah stuff he regrets doing uh, whatever happened to his mayor campaign did that yeah that that's already well, over or what. It, 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 he didn't, he didn't become mayor and <laughs> that just kind of stopped and he's got, he's got a new, uh, he's got like an, an investing, um, is it, is it an investing focus group or something like that with like, it's like a dragon logo. Yeah. And he's talking about investing or, or something, something of that nature. So he's got something that he's cooking now. Cause I was wondering like things were quiet for a while. I didn't see any, any videos on my feed. But then I saw that, yeah. so it's like, well, I'm like, okay, hey, boy, he's got to be careful in asking people to invest in his his next venture, you know. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he should. I tell oh, you. Oh yeah. He it's, it's great interviews. He should just stick to doing the interviews with the. He's great at that. And you know, because but when he tries to get people, hey, you know, invest in, in what I'm doing here, it's like there's just so much stuff against him now. It's like he he can't be transparent, you know. So it's like. You gotta be, you know, you gotta watch that. You know, it's like you have to be, you can't have too many haters online. Otherwise, people are gonna be like, "What's this guy about? Is he legit?" And I mean, he's legitimate enough to get people, awesome people, on his show. But I don't know. I don't know what operating system he's <laughs> he's using there. It's kind it's a little nutty. You know? Right. I wonder what the net profit was after all is said and done and i'm sure he's still is he still running those courses he probably is he probably is i mean i mean now granted i haven't seen any new commercials on him or anything like that but i'm willing to bet he's he's keeping that going but i haven't looked into yeah. it you know but i yeah, mean it's the thing it's like they're it just i mean that was yeah, three years ago 2000 when did we start 2019 or 2018 the end of 2018 you remember end of 2018 18 yeah so 1920 to on october we're almost yeah a few months that'll be three years i guess <laughs> pretty insane to ponder that you know it's um it's what it is it's like hey that Oh, go that ahead. class was fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely there was enough there to get something out of it for sure. But it, it's a lot of it was a lot of money. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a lot of money. I mean, I don't regret making friends with you and and other people. I mean, well, especially the people that you know, Gene's group, the small, even if it's just you know four to five to six people i mean that's it's good because it has kept us kind of going forward in you know Who, who's still in the group liam um susan susan yep. if you, you know she she made a, a a full recovery now which is pretty incredible to witness her talking really? and yeah she's like really she's up and I mean, she's out of bed. She's like talking perfectly and she's just, uh, yeah, that's great. She's always great. chiming in like, you know, positivity and, and good, uh, you know, her thoughts on things and, uh, yeah, so cool. Um, and, uh, uh, Karina, Karina once in a while and who else, who else? Another guy, Nicholas, who Maya. Maya's on, yeah, Maya's on there. Uh, Nicholas, uh, Eva, uh, no, Eva, Anna, Anna, sorry. Oh, Anna, yeah, yeah, I know Anna. Um, that's pretty much that's pretty much it, really. So, and of course, Gene, you know. So, that's like a handful of people, you know. Yeah, that's cool. That's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly it's it's an accountability thing where right now Gene's focus is just keeping what's your pace, keeping the pace of things like 
setting a date to something that you can accomplish as far as marketing or uh, work like right now, like instead of like focusing so much on marketing my, my course, he's like, just switch it to the comic, like document yourself working on this comic that you can make into something that is like a course, you know, like how to make a comic from beginning to end and get it printed and, and, and put out there. So yeah. that's pretty cool. So I've been doing that and that, and that in turn helps me get more, you know, make further, faster progression on my comic books. So that's good. Um, and he's working on like Liam just got onto Twitch and he's doing his painting course uh, on Twitch and he's got some followers on there. So if, I don't know if you have a Twitch app or anything like that. You should check him out. You know, I think I do have Twitch. He's on Twitch, mm -hmm. eh? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can send you the link or something. To well, everyone listening to the podcast probably doesn't even know who this these people yeah, are. Yes, sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're kind of going deep in our London real experience, and uh, yeah, well, that's okay. I heard your I heard your podcast your last podcast. Someone called in. Yeah, that was cool. That was really neat. I was wondering, like, I, is anyone ever going to call in? And and uh, yeah, this green button comes up. And it's kind of like when you called in here and it says, uh, so-and-so wants to call in. Do you want them to, you know, and he hit the button and started jamming and started talking. And, uh, yeah, he was just talking about all sorts of podcasts on Podbean that he listens to. And, uh, it's pretty interesting. A nice guy. Nice yeah. Guy. It sounds like there's a, a nice little Podbean community. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely is. Um, <clears throat> so there's this one guy, Captain Jimmy, that was listening. So, um, I, I followed him back. So, and, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was good. Um, I'm glad I'm, I'm kind of getting back into a rhythm of doing these, these again. I, I did a little commentary pod podcast on the, the movie, The Edge. Did you ever see, did you ever see The Edge with, uh, Alec yeah. Baldwin? <laughs> Great always, movie. Yeah. That's always a good one to watch. Uh, that was good. Um, so that'd be a good one to rewatch. That's yeah. Anthony Hopkins, right? Yeah. 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 That's a great one. Yeah. Every every few every so often every year or a couple of years I got to watch that movie. It's just such a neat one to watch because it's just it's the locations. I think they shot it in Alaska. You got Bart the Bear and you got Anthony Hopkins swearing up a storm. And <laughs> yeah, there's just so many fun parts about that movie, you know. Uh, but yeah. How did you watch? What's it on? Oh, I just, I had, I bought it on DVD and I okay. just recorded myself talking over it for the commentary. Oh, really? Mm hmm. I didn't hear that one. Yeah. That's just a, a few episodes back. So I posted that. Um, and I got 12, 12 listeners. So people are listening to them. Like, so people still listen. I'll, I'll, I'll record the commentaries for. These movies, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, I mean, nice. I'll probably do a few that are on Amazon Prime, like some of the movies, like, so. Yeah, so people can watch. Yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe The Edge is on there. Anyways, what are we going to get into tonight? What are we going to get into? Well, we could jump uh, head first into the, into the paranormal, and into the, uh, into the 411, or... 
Let's see. What yeah, I haven't been keeping up on 411, but yeah. I will tell you, I saw something. Uh-oh. Uh, recently. I saw something. Okay. And it was... I have to talk about it, even though it was a split second, but it was so obvious, and I had another witness. So it's worth talking about. Um, and what happened was I went up to... Lake of the Woods. Maybe you were watching some of my Instagrams. I, I posted a bunch of stories. Okay. Not that I expect you to pay close attention or anything. I'm just saying maybe because of how much I posted, there's a chance if you watched my stories, you would have known that I was up at Lake of the Woods. Okay. Lake of the Woods. Do you know Lake of the Woods? No. Uh, see, I've, I've, ring all I've been watching was the Camp uh, Keto stuff <laughs> I mean, you know you, you you got a lot of stories on there so sometimes i i, I don't get all the way through them um but the oh yeah yeah much. keto camp my hat yeah i got keto camp is a podcast by this dude ben azadi and he's okay. one of my favorites so he was wearing he's he has a couple hats and i was just like i saw him wearing them i was like i need that hat i like that hat so yeah <laughs> uh and and then i told him i'd you know make make a point to take some nice photos with the hat so i always tag him on it oh yeah yeah cool anyway so lake of the woods is i think it's the second biggest lake in minnesota i mean we got lake lake superior mm-hmm. um but lake superior is not just in minnesota nor is lake of the woods it's actually at the very most northern uh, part of Minnesota and Lake of the Woods borders Canada. Okay. So half of the lake, more than half of the lake is in Canada. Yeah. And so you can, it's a big lake. It's a huge lake. It's not Lake Superior big, but it's still pretty big. Sure. And the, the, the big open wide space of the lake is mainly in Minnesota. And then when you get up into Canada, it's a bunch of channels and islands and stuff. And it's, if you go on the maps, if you look on, you know, Google map or whatever, and you zoom in, it's endless. Like this is never ending uh, channels of water that just go deep up into Canada, all over the place. Okay. So I never knew how, uh, how much of a maze and how, how much these channels wind and go forever. And there's islands everywhere. So anyways, Lake of the Woods is huge and it's, Six hours from Minneapolis, straight north, six hours. And, I mean, you're at the border of Canada. The town is called War Road, where we went. And um, there's this little piece of land that is separated from the main land of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's, a little, it's a little piece of land at the very northern top of Minnesota, um, that is completely land-wise is surrounded by Canada. The only way you can get there is called Angle Inlet. It's this little piece of Minnesota that you can only get to by land from Canada. So if you want to drive to Angle Inlet, Minnesota, you have to go into <laughs> Canada first. Yeah, yeah. Or you can take uh, a boat via Lake of the Woods to get there. Okay, yeah. 
Um, and I know Michigan. This sounds probably a lot like what you got going in Michigan. Um, but it it is so flat, first of all. Because this was Omina and I. We just went on 4th of July weekend, and this was my first time up there. And this place is so flat, man. I couldn't believe it. Sunset was at 9.38 p.m., and we were still looking at the sun at 9.36. Like you could see see, uh, all the way. You could see this thing right before – all the way to the horizon. It was so Neat. cool. Yeah. And, you know, sun is just huge and orange and you could stare at it cause it was so low. But anyways, so that was just like, I'm just setting it up. Like it's really cool up there and the vegetation is just dense. And apparently up there, there's this place called, uh, the lost 40, I think it's called. And it's 40 acres of old growth forest that never got logged it, because there was a dis, or not a dispute, but confusion between two logging companies. And they 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 didn't draw this area on the map. So it never got touched. And it's 40 acres. It's a state park. Huh. And it's like these the oldest trees in Minnesota up up on the Iron Range called the Lost 40. Anyways, that's just a little side point. Yeah. So anyways, six-hour drive up there, beautiful weather. You know, it's in the 80s on our drive up, perfect sun. It's just the further you go north, it just gets more remote, more remote, more beautiful, more beautiful. And um, the weather was just perfect, and I loved it because, like, once we got really – once you get really far up north – open the windows in the middle of the summer and it's just sweet grass and you can just smell this this uh really pleasant sweet smell coming of the fresh air and that the mm-hmm. whole time we were up there we could I could smell this sweet grass and it's just so awesome anyway so yeah. I get there we get there Omina and I get there we get to our buddy Ryan's house get out of the car they've got a big bonfire it's dark there's no moon in the sky the um the stars are starting to pop all of a sudden i'm looking up all of a sudden i see a bright light turn on and then dip off and it it turns on from black to bright so it went from nothing to a bright light like bigger than a star like a big bright spotlight in the sky really on and then it zipped off and then I didn't see it again. What? Yeah. And Alex, my buddy, saw it out of the corner of his eye. I was like, did you guys see that? And he was like, I saw something. And I was like, okay, good, because we just saw a light turn on and then dip off. So, boom, and that was it, dude. That was it. So, this I don't know what else night? it could have been. It, yeah, it was it was pitch black but we had the we had the fire from the firelight because we had a big old bonfire and the lights oh. from the house but he lives in a pretty room i mean he lives a fat he lives you can walk to canada from where he lives <laughs> you can you can see the border uh when you turn off onto his block you can see the uh-huh. lights of the border so that's where we were we were on the border of uh u.s and canada yeah and i saw this crazy light turn on and then zip off and it was a split second dude 
but it was so bright that it was so noticeable because it wasn't just like, hey, what? I, I didn't second guess myself. I was like, was that something? No, it was something. Something that was bright enough where Alex wasn't looking directly at it like I was, mm-hmm. but he saw it out of the corner of his eye. He was like, yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, I mean, crazy. And then I, I, I have more craziness to talk about Lake of the Woods, but that that's what happened. Now, didn't you have an experience similar to that, though? We've talked about this, where you saw something in the sky. It, it, it like, was similar to those other lights I've seen in the sky. Okay, so this is, this is a lot like that, then, in a way. Okay. Yeah, it looked... But it let, this one was more quick. Yeah. It was just a quick imagine some imagine Superman. Just imagine Superman that can that can fly at the speed of a speeding bullet. Mm-hmm. Imagine he's up there, but you can't see him because it's pitch black, right? Right. He's up there hovering about I don't know. It's probably three hundred feet up. I don't know, maybe less, 200 feet up, maybe less, dude, maybe 100 wow. feet up. And Superman's hovering up there. Then he turns on a high beam flashlight and then flies off at the speed of light as a speeding bullet. That's what it looked like. Light on, zip off. So you could tell there's something like before it lit up, that there's something going up. No, I couldn't see anything. Okay. I just saw. A, it looked like a, it looked like a star turned on from being off, and then zipped off quickly. Wow! So could it have been a shooting star? Uh, I'm not gonna rule it out, but I really, really don't think so. It was too close and too bright, and it didn't, it didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. It was but going up, right? It, it wasn't going down. It just zipped. It just zipped off to the side. I don't even remember what direction it went. Huh. It just it was bright and it zipped off. Now here's what I'll say: It's so dark up there that if it was a shooting star, I mean maybe I'm just not used to how dark it gets up there. So yeah. I saw like a sh- a shooting star maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was just more amazing because it was so dark. I've never seen a shooting star so bright. Mm-hmm. Usually it's not. There's light pollution near the city. Again, yeah. I'm just I'm trying to be I'm trying to be r- fair here mm-hmm. to the fact that you know I don't know what I saw, but it was pretty crazy. I made a big deal about it when it happened, and then when Alex said he saw it too, um, I was like, yeah, that was crazy. And that was right when we got there. It felt like they were saying hi, and then they left. And nothing else the rest of the trip. Nothing. I didn't feel wow. nervous. Nothing. It was, I didn't see anything else. I didn't feel like we were being watched or anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, Was it above time. the lake? No. His, no. The, Ryan's, my buddy, his place isn't on the lake. It's about a five-minute drive okay. to the boat launch. Okay. So his place is more just like there's this little uh, – in the middle of the woods, there's this little uh, HOA. It's like a little dirt road and about, I don't know, ten little trailer houses Okay. in a circle type of thing. And then his house. All right. 
And huh. yeah. Wow. The other crazy part of that, I'll just go straight into the other, it's not crazy, but it's just something that I noticed. Um, we were having a great day. And like I said, it's so beautiful up there. I had never experienced Lake of the Woods, which is pretty much the border of Canada. So that's cool. That's kind of a novel novelty in itself. Just being on this lake where yeah. we could take the boat and drive drive the boat up to Canada and cross the border that way. Like that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But when, so like I was saying, it's beautiful. And we spent the whole day out in the boat, 90 degrees, maybe 85 to 90 degrees all day on the boat. I got mm-hmm. burnt to shit. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we were having a blast. We were having a blast. It was beautiful. But here's the thing. We all lost something to the lake this day. The day we were having the most fun, everyone was losing things in the water, mm-hmm. valuable things. Like I lost my GoPro. Uh, really? Ryan lost his sandals. Uh, Ryan lost his hat. They, they dropped a, a tool to get a hook, hooks out of the fish, the main tool we were using to get the hooks out of the fish's mouth. Yeah. That flew off the side. Uh, Alex accidentally threw this rope that you use to connect it's the it's the actual rope with with three hooks on it that you connect to the boat so you can set up mm-hmm. a, a ski rope or something okay well he he threw that to to Ryan and and it missed and sunk to the bottom this is all in the same day so we were just huh. losing stuff left and right that day and i was thinking to myself like what you know we're having this beautiful moment up on this beautiful lake right and it, and no one really else is out here so if this is a simulation all of these waves are are particleizing they're turning into their particle form just for us mm-hmm. so it's like we're up there it's like just the same stuff that crazy stuff happens at water and national parks right yeah. So we're up there. We're we're just yeah. experiencing the beauty of Lake of the Woods, and then on that same day of all the beauty and the fun, we had to lose like seven items to the lake, and it just seemed fitting. It just seemed like this is the price you have to give offerings <laughs> if you want yeah, to yeah. experience this sort of beauty by yourself. Um, and I was okay with it. I was okay with it. My GoPro's waterproof. It's sitting down there on the bottom of Lake of the Woods. Someday someone's going to find that and watch my videos. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. now let me, let me give you, let me ask you it. I, and I, I bring this up with my experiences, like gut check. Do you think what was going on in that lake was out of the ordinary. That was, it was more than just, oh, a coincidence. I'd so happily hoping to lose all these things, this many things and the amount of time we were out there. Or do you think it's, that's just, you know, just an odd coincidence. It could, you know, more towards that. Well, here, here's what I'll say. I don't know. Re- reason would say it was just us drinking Okay. And so we're more, we're more likely to do careless things. Okay. I wasn't That's even drinking. 
I was the I lost my GoPro. I was I hadn't drank anything. So um how did you lose that, it? It was just how did, were you just like bumbling with it or No, nah, I mean it was what I did is I bought this GoPro to to do fun stuff with it for action, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like if I'm if I'm in water or mountain biking or just doing something, I can do use the GoPro. It's small. You just click, turn it on, and it's a small little camera with uh, yeah. with a stabilization feature. So if it's a bumpy ride, it will auto stabilize for you. Yeah, that's nice. so that's why I, that's why I got it right. Mm-hmm. Well, the lesson I learned is if I'm gonna get that, if I'm gonna buy a nice GoPro, then what I need to do is get a a mount to put on my chest or a helmet mount or something. Otherwise it's worthless trying to hold it in my hand while doing stuff. That was the dumbest move I could have made. So anyways, I've done several GoPro active things where like I'm trying to hold the GoPro. And like when I was doing it while I was biking, I was, I had, Oh, I had the bike handle with one hand and then my GoPro with the other hand. I'm like, well, now I can't really go very fast because I have only one hand on the on the bike. Mm-hmm. So just that's my point I'm trying to make is that I'm an idiot for thinking <laughs> I can buy a GoPro and just keep, hold it in my hand and use it while I'm doing this crazy stuff. Yeah. So I go out on the kneeboard. I'm like, oh, I want a GoPro. Bring the GoPro out there so I get to see what it's like you know, from, from the kneeboard. And when I crash, it'll be cool to watch the video. Well, it comes with a strap. I tied the strap around my, my wrist thinking it couldn't get off. Cause I thought I tied it really tight. Mm-hmm. Well, when I wiped out, it just snapped. The rope oh. snapped in half. Gosh, it sucks yeah. so much. Dang. Yeah. Man. Good. The good news is, we got all of the good content from our prior road trip. We got it off of there and onto a hard drive. So the only, the only content I lost was from that weekend. Yeah. And it was, you know, most of the content was on my iPhone anyway. So yeah, it sucked, but, uh, yeah. but it was the, it was the price I had to, I had to, I had to give something to the lake. The lake said, <laughs> the lake said, you know, I like that GoPro, give it to me and then you can have a nice weekend. It's like uh, the Lady of the Lake, except, except you don't get Excalibur. You you give to the Lady of the Lake. <laughs> and exactly. it gives you an enjoyable, beautiful time, I guess. Yeah, but we, we were all in awe by the end. We were like, I can't believe how we all lost stuff. This is crazy. Yeah, that's kind but of weird. Was... You know, yeah. drinking or not, that's a weird when there's that many things in a row that, that people, you know, people you know i mean it, it, uh, did they go out often on boats and stuff or is this like the first time everyone's been out on the lake no ryan and Allie are veterans they live on that lake they have uh-huh. a okay a super night a super awesome boat um and ryan has two cabins up there so like this is this is where he's been going his whole life um is my audio okay well, we're still getting the jingling. Oh, sorry. I'll try to be better. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, 
I think it was just all of us having a good, I mean, if I was just going to be skeptical of my, my pay the lake it's dues theory. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would just say we were all just having fun and being okay. a little more care, little, a little more careless because okay. we, right. Yeah. But the light in the sky. Yeah. The light. No what way. About the light? That was yeah. what you got oh, feeling. That was something that was some. That was part of a, a bigger reality that I don't understand. Wow. See, that's what I say, man. I, you know, you, I mean, how old are you? You're, you're in your thirties, right? Late thirties, mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. 37. All right. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, from all your years of living, um, that, you know when something is askew in the sky because you we're all used to you know looking up in the sky and seeing you right. know the occasional plane the occasional helicopter or whatever or, or uh airplane with the you know with the blinking light going one way you know when yes. something's up when something's out of the ordinary it's it's just different it's different completely different movement um like with with those three spherical objects I saw uh, in the sky in the parking lot uh, by the movie theater, how I just saw yeah. them, and then they out in sequence they just disappeared like one, two, three when I when they when they knew probably that I was looking at them, you know, you just you just know it like that's incredibly out of the ordinary, you know, and it's like I'm so happy I'm happy it happened because. You know, I've lived my whole life like I'm never, I'm, I've never seen any of this paranormal like ghost stuff. I, I've always kind of wanted to, even though it's like I know I'd probably be scared shitless if I saw, you know, a, an honest to goodness ghost or whatever. But I still want to experience, you know, something like that. And I saw it. Like, wow, that's neat. That's, that's my little wake up call. You know, right? Really? Yeah. And when it happened again, like, well, the rock from nowhere. The, the, the three spherical uh, UFOs. And then yeah. later on that year or the next year, I saw uh, zigzagging small uh, lights, like triangle type lights in the sky. Um, That's a common feature. Yeah. Angles. Yeah. And no one else, you know, I talked to my writers group that night. I go, you guys see that? And they're like, they're like no, no. No one is really paying attention to the sky probably either, but. Um, and then, and then the one, when I walked out of the, the, the freaking front door, <laughs> I don't think many people could say we walk out of the front door, you look up at the sky, you see a silver blimp with square black windows going right behind a cloud, completely silent. Yeah. Gosh, that was so weird. And it's like, dang it. It's like, I catch him right at the last minute, like the, or not the last minute, the last few seconds. It's like I never see these things when I'm looking for them. It's over. It's always when I'm not looking for a UFO or something out of the ordinary. Then that's when I spot something. You know? Exactly. Exactly. That's what exactly what what happened to me. I wasn't expecting mm -hmm. a UFO. I will say right after we saw that, right after I saw the light, uh, it was a UFO because it was flying and I didn't know what it was. So yeah. Yeah. Um, a bunch of fireflies lit up, which I thought was pretty cool. So yeah. That was cool. 
because you're way up north and the fireflies they're really cool when you get all these glowing green little lights flying around we've had some right where i live there's been a whole bunch you know flying around in the neighborhood just walking up the street you know it's cool yeah yeah it is cool it it, it get it adds a little bit of magic to the evening you know um Um, it really does but what what was i gonna say uh shit to the point Uh, oh to your point I don't know if I'd be so would you be scared if you came in contact with a ghost or like a parent let's just stick with ghost obviously we could say a bunch of different creatures but we'll just stick with a ghost Mm -hmm. an apparition right I think in this case if I'm scared or not uh would be the experience, what I, what did they, what did it look like? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that would, that's, I, I would take that into consideration. And also, if it felt like it, it was meant to deceive me or intentionally scare me, then may, if it was, if it, when I say deceive, I kind of mean almost whatever we would call evil, just deceptive and, wanting to uh, do some sort of I don't want to say harm mental harm like have an ill effect on me mm-hmm. that's then I think I'd be scared yeah but if I came across if I saw I, I don't know if I saw ghosts it, it would totally all depend am I stuck like am I in a dark apartment am I okay Imagine this scenario. There's a storm. There's lightning. There's thunder that just rocked your house, right? That's mm-hmm. always scary, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Boom. All all your power goes off. You're in a pitch black apartment. Mm-hmm. Now a ghost appears. I'm going to be scared shitless because I'm in my – I can't turn the lights on. Yeah, that you know? is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a freaky, vulnerable thing, you know. But if I woke up 5 o'clock a.m. to go to the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) And it's starting to get light out, and I just saw an apparition kind of float by Mm -hmm. quickly. I don't know how scared I'd be. I think it would be just, it would happen. Yeah. And you'd kind of be in shock. And, uh, and then if it just, it depends, is it sitting there that I can look at it? Should I run and grab my phone? Like it's not going away or does it just move by and boom, it's done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or does it wake you up and it's standing at your bed and it's hovering and it says something to you and it's your grandma that died. You know what I mean? Like now that could be. Again, if it was a loved one that died and they looked like they were in their most beautiful form, mm-hmm. then I don't know that that would be scary. That might be like life-changingly good to see a loved one that passed away and then they were in perfect form. No, for sure. You know what I, mean? I, I think you know you'd what wake I mean? up. 
I'd say pretty quick though, I think, because it's just yeah. so that something like that's still pretty. It's still probably it sends uh, alar- alarms off and you you know to hey snap out of it. There's something really uh, beautifully strange happening right now. But uh, um, but you're right. Like with the other one, if it was just like a floating thing that was just real quick, you'd probably be too slow for because of your state. You know, if you're getting up early, be like, uh huh, what's that? You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they wouldn't be as apt to be scared. But if it's a, something like an apparition that's fully formed, I think you're going to start to wake up fairly, you know, at least somewhat fast, you know, I would think. You, you think so? You know yeah. what always scared me when I was growing up? And they did this in one of the Mary Tyler Moore. No, 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 no Mary, not Mary Tyler Moore. The Dick Van Dyke Show. Did mm-hmm. you ever watch that? Very little. Very little. Okay. Yeah. Well, they did this episode in Dick Van Dyke where it was like a comedy show, but they did like a Halloween special type of episode mm-hmm. where it was like scary and things were changing and and weird stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. Um and this 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 thing that always scared me was th- this idea of Bloody Mary. Where oh, you yeah. say the the word three times and then you're in the dark with a candle in the bathroom and then the mirror it comes in the mirror, mm-hmm. right? Now that that idea, if I go in the bathroom at night and I start thinking about that, that can freak me out. Yeah. Yeah, but I, that happened and that happened in Dick Van Dyke in one of the episodes, mm-hmm. not with Bloody Mary, but she was looking in the mirror and then a guy's face appeared. It was pretty scary, actually. <laughs> Good episode. <laughs> now I want to look it Sorry, up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Uh, so what would you say? Dick Van Dyke man appears in the mirror or, or Halloween episode or something, you know. And then you probably have to look through mirror, Halloween episode mirror would be the key words. I yeah. guess. There was, there was one where there was one where his wife was t- taken over by an, an alien mm-hmm. and all of his friends became aliens and they all had eyes on the back of their head. So that's how he knew if it, so like his wife Uh, had long hair, she turned around and faced her back to him and Mm -hmm. then she spread the back of her hair and then Dick Van Dyke freaks out because there's two eyes looking at her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Funny episode. You, you get, you just had me uh, remember or you reminded me of uh, in the eighties, there was an Alice in Wonderland uh, miniseries, and they had a lot of like movie stars, TV stars in it, and it was all live action. Well, yeah, live action. And there, it was like Alice in Wonderland, and, and they did uh, through the Looking Glass as well. And there's a scene where uh, they introduced the the Jabberwocky, and like it, it, it's in this girl's living room she's on the other side of the looking glass and 
it's so freaky. Like, because <laughs> I was a kid watching this. I've always been into Alice in Wonderland and all that stuff. I remember that, dude. I remember that. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Now, what's that called? So, what was that? Um, it was well, it was a Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. Yeah, it's a. It was a like a dragon, serpent, dragon kind of creature in 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 the book, but in in the show, like the light, it was just like you're talking about. There's a storm. And thunder and everything, and the lights blink on and off. And when it, they come on, you see like you see like a silhouette of, of the Jabberwocky dragon in that like in the living room. And and then it goes to you know it's blinking the lights on and off, and then you can see, you know, the suit and everything. And and uh, it's freaky. Like it was really scary. Like because there's something about a creature being in a living room while a storm is happening. That's yeah. That comes out of nowhere. That's terrifying. <laughs> As a kid, like holy crud. <laughs> yeah. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Maybe that's. Yeah. It's stuff like that that gets us scared when a storm happens because mm-hmm. we're watching, we're watching shows like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So, I mean. You know, I've gone, I, I, I did a little ghost hunt, like, I kind of did, like, a little paranormal uh, search where, like, it was, like, one of my jobs that I had where I was in sales, you know, selling yep. advertising, and I go, you got to go to business to business, and I was, you know, cruising around, and I had found out, I had researched a little, uh, you know, where the paranormal parts of the of my town are, and there there's a graveyard, um, between a couple businesses where you can kind of walk down a dirt trail and mm-hmm. you, you make a right and there's like a really old graveyard, a small graveyard where they say that if you go there at like midnight on Saturday, you can hear voices or something like that. But this is during the day. So I'm like, well, let me just check it out. And I checked it out and there was all these old tombstones and there's some, uh, you know, some crows flying around, some black crows and yeah, this is creepy. It's creepy, but I'm like, well, I don't think I'm gonna hang out here at midnight. <laughs> you know, it's like yep. it would be an experience, but it's like seeking them out is a whole nother thing. You know, uh, uh, like the Bloody Mary thing. It's like you're you're calling you're you're going to their turf or or you're calling them out. That's yeah, that's a whole nother ball of wax. You know, but uh, I always think like. It would be cool to see, like, you know, people that, like, uh, in Scotland and these castles, how they see apparitions and, like, in the mirror and stuff like that or coming down the stairs. Like, that, I'd be up for checking that out. That would be wild, you know. I wonder, can I just look that up? Like, ghosts hunting in castles? Oh, yeah. You totally can look that up. Because that... You know, people are doing that all the time, I'm sure. I want to watch this Jabberwocky. I found the Jabberwocky video. Yeah. Oh, that's that's scary. I wish we could watch this together. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I won't watch it. I'm going to watch it later. Also, there's another freaky part in that. Like, you would think it's like, well, there's no more scary parts in in that show, but... 
there's this there's this part where this woman, she's like she's like a like a white a white queen or something, because you know she Alice is like messing around with people that are like chess pieces, and she's like a queen, and they're on some kind of train or something like that, and she starts she starts. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. She starts like ba, like she starts going ba, ba. She she turns into a she turns into a goat. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was like it's she super, they superimpose like a goat on her face, but she turns into a goat and she walks away. I go, that's fucking weird. Like she's talking, have a conversation to her. She starts buying. And uh, she turns into a goat right in front of her. Like, that's that's surreal. That's a really weird. I don't know. There's no words for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> they did a lot of neat, interesting things on that show. I'm like, this is, uh, it was different. It was, that's why I like, uh, you know, all these different Alice in Wonderland interpretations. Because people bring just a, a, a different, uh, I don't know, a different uh, feeling to it to the story or a different creative interpretation to it. You know, that is, that is fun. Mm hmm. But, uh, they've done that. They did that with, uh, a few different storylines. Like, uh, Borgia's and Borgia, those two shows. I don't know if you ever got into them. No. Talked about that. No. It sounds I really familiar. I've kind of I've heard of it. Is that a recent show or um on my way off? It was a recent, I would say 2010. Okay. Both of them were around that time, but they both went for a couple seasons, so it was, you know, 2000, I don't know, 2010, 2013-14ish. Yeah. Yeah. They were some of my faves. I love those, both of them. I love both of them. The Pope, the guy who played, did you ever watch The Wire? No, no, but that's supposed to be great. I never, I never, never got into that. I should though, right? I think so. Yeah. I think for sure you should see it, especially you who likes cinema. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I should. I should I should do it because everyone says this is top notch, and isn't isn't the wire like a, uh, is it a cop show? Yeah. Okay. It's more. I mean, I wouldn't call it just a cop show because I mean it is a cop show. Uh, the main characters, some of the main characters are cops, detectives, okay. and then the other main then the other main characters are you know like. Uh, the ones who the cops are going after. Yeah. And they're trying to they're trying to bust the drug rings, the drug business. So that's what it's all about is it's yeah. about getting the authorization from the judge to put a wire on these phones. So it's a, it's just the show is about the cops trying to bust these gangsters basically. Yeah, I think that's probably why I haven't I watch it because it's like to me, it's like there's so many cop shows, and so many, you know, it, it just didn't jump out to me as like 
something I, I must watch. But only it's not like any other cop show, me. I promise. Yeah. It's not like any other cop show. It's it's really good. It's because it's more, you know, you get so much. The cops as characters, you see so much of their personal life mm-hmm. because it fl- the story is, it's just such good. It's a, a, such a good story. And the actors and actresses are so good. And it's funny. Definitely, it's not like any other cop show. I promise. I think that's safe to. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> okay. I think it was on Amazon for a while. I don't know if it's still on there, but if it's on Prime, I'll uh, I'll take I'll take a chance on it because everyone has always said how good it is, and it's critically supposed to be really good. So. Yeah. yeah, I I mean I feel let's just I'm just gonna look it up. Uh, let's say five best shows ever. I mean the top five that's pretty good, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that is let's, saying something. Yeah. So this is IMBD, the five best TV shows ever. Jericho, Dexter, Life, Into the West, Band of Brothers. That's what they said. Really? Jericho? And what was the other one? Dexter Life. Dexter was good, but I don't know if it's like top. These are top shows ever. Yeah, I I think I am. We got to go. All right. This is All Slot Casino. The next link when I. Band of Brothers, number one. Breaking Bad, number two. Okay. Yeah. Game of Thrones number three. Mm-hmm. I don't think I agree with that. Yeah, considering how it ended. <laughs> you need the ending to be a show, right? Yeah, you got to stick that ending. Yeah. Planet Earth 2006 is number four. Rick and Morty number five. Okay. Yeah, those are fairly recent, though. I'm th- I'm thinking. You know, that's a little skewed. If you're saying the top five shows of all time, you got to take in consideration, like, you know, everything from back in the day. You know, you got the Honeymooners or whatever. You got MASH. You, you know, are you think are they, you know, all those sitcoms, you know, are they are they talking about more serious drama shows? You know, what about Roots? That's what was one of the big ones. Um, I'm trying to think. uh HBO Sopranos, that was, that that was huge. I put HBO on the map as far as TV shows go. Um, Yeah, this, these lists are kind of ridiculous because, like, now I'm looking at another, can I give you another list? Sure, go ahead. Sopranos, number one, fair enough. Fair enough, but even that, I dispute the ending. Yeah, it was kind of flawed because it can quite stick the ending that great you know but i love the show i mean definitely i'm mm-hmm. not going to argue that it's the best show <clears throat> uh breaking bad number two which i really like breaking bad i loved the ending yeah i yeah i i, I thought they could have ended the show the season before they ended it that's mm-hmm. how good the season to me the season finale of, oh totally was it the the fourth season yeah. could have ended the show. And then 
the next season, it's like takes it. I mean, maybe this is my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong because season five proves how much more closure was needed after season four. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Fifth season. Anyways, the number three so, is yeah. Game of Thrones again. I, I don't know. I mean, yes, it was really good. Deep Space Nine, number four. Really? Deep Space Deep Space Nine? Yeah. Really? Over Next Generation? Thank really? you. Thank you. Thank you. They're not making, you know, they're making a new season of Picard coming out next year. Right. All because of Next Generation. They're not making Deep Space Nine spinoffs, even though there are some of the same characters in those other uh-huh. ones. Voyager. I don't know. What's her name? Okay, and then they have The Wire as number five on this. This is MovieTVTechGeeks.com. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay, here's a hundred titles. I'm not gonna go through all of them. I'm just, I'll give you the top 15. How about that? I'm gonna just burst them off. Sopranos number one. The Wire number two. Uh, Breaking Bad number three. Mad Men number four. Seinfeld number five. The Simpsons number six. Yeah. Twilight Zone number seven. Uh, Saturday Night Live number eight. All in the Family number nine. The Daily Show number 10. No. Uh, <laughs> Freaks and Geeks. Never no. watch it. Game of Thrones, number 12. That's, to me, that's like a better placement for Game of Thrones. <laughs> number 12. <laughs> yeah. And I really love Game of Thrones, but I really think that that last season, I it wasn't, I didn't even have a problem with the storyline. I just had a problem with, uh, my biggest issue with Game of Thrones was the fact that when they, throughout the whole show, they're talking about this long winter, the really bad winter, like one we haven't seen forever. And it's going to be long and, you know, a lot of people won't survive. And then in the show, it was one night. The yeah. long night that was supposed to be this long winter, months and months and years and years, it was a night. That's and a good point. That's a really good point. I, well, what what was the deal with like the 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 White Walkers? Weren't they supposed to bring that winter? Was that the premise? Like because they yeah. stopped them, that they prevented the winter. Was was that? Am I wrong about that? Or I mean, may that makes sense too? I guess. That, but I don't know. Does it make sense? Does the winter see? I just thought I could have used a whole season of White Walker mm-hmm. night, like nightfalls. Yeah. Every episode is in the night. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like Walking Dead, you know, the show. So it's yeah. like more. I just think they could have done that, and then the next season, then finish. Daenerys going crazy. Sure. Like, I feel like a lot more stuff should have happened to Daenerys to make her go crazy. Mm-hmm. Should, they could, they could have just given more to it, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. 
I don't think anyone would have complained about turning those into those two stories into two seasons, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, there's yeah. some lost opportunity for sure. For sure, no doubt. You know, I mean, when they said that they're making a shorter season, and like halfway into that season, I think this was like the last season or something like that. It's like, wow, really? This is what we're doing here? It's like they're just getting to it. They're not uh, they're not taking their time so much with these things. And yeah, I mean, just think about and they what's his name? Uh, George R.R. Uh, R. Martin. Uh, he hasn't finished the last book still, still. And it's been a, a more than a few years now, I think, at least two. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to wonder what he thinks about his baby. I mean, he his opinion, he got rich, right? So, yeah. But Game of Thrones, um, it went from, sorry, is my mic loud? I forgot about um, no, I'm it you. went, jangling, but you know, season one, season two, season oh, up until four, like those. That was awesome. That was if they could have kept that mm-hmm. feeling for eight seasons or something, like that was. I mean, best show ever, no problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, uh, Another show is Rome. That was the one that they cut it after two seasons, and I was so disappointed because that's mm-hmm. not even on the top 100, which I think is just crazy. Yeah, I mean, yes, I fear, I'm hearing that's great. That show, so Rome, I got to watch that. You know, what about Spartacus? <laughs> Love Spartacus. <laughs> I mean, the gods have moved cock from ass, finally. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. And all the great lines, all the quotable lines and the situations. <laughs> I, it doesn't get any better. Oh, that's such a guilty Betiatis. pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Betiatis? Yeah, the house of Betiatis. Uh, Yes. And I I will say with regarding Spartacus, it took a few episodes. Like when I watched the first episode, I was like, oh, they're just trying to be like the movie 300. Yeah. This is cheap. This sucks. You know, I had no idea what it was going to turn into. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the first season, I mean, those I'm not I don't want to give anything away because I what made it so good is how, the fact, like, I, I didn't see any of it coming, what was going to happen. Yeah. And it was so tragic. Oh, um, yeah. I got nasty. Yep. And I just think that it, it to put it in Spartacus nomenclature, it ripped heart from fucking chest. <laughs> When we watched the finale of that show, even without Andy Whitfield, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I liked Liam McIntyre. He yeah. had big shoes to fill. 
Yeah. Obvi- you got it. You got to give them a break, right? Would you rather have the show or not have the show? You're right. So I know, I know he's not Andy. Um, but he did a good job, especially yeah, definitely. In my for opinion. what he had to do. Like he had to get yeah. you in his corner again as totally new face, but, and he had to capture the essence of that character. Um, I, he he brought a different kind of energy, but at, at the same time, it was still that character, just in a different kind of light in a way, you know. Yeah. And he still kind yeah. of rolled with it. So, good, great job there. That's not easy to do, not at all, you know. No, it's not easy to do at all. It was still a great show. All the other characters, which made it so good, were still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that helped. But I mean, I loved. I just can you imagine if Andy would have been playing that character the whole way through? Yeah, yeah. I I wish I could see it with. I wish I could see him versus Crassus, Andy versus Mm -hmm. Crassus. You know what I mean? Yeah, Uh, yeah. And that that guy who played Crassus, I think his name's Simon Peril. He that dude that that role was perfect. He, they casted him perfectly. He was like this perfect Roman. Uh, what was Roman? He wasn't a. He was just a rich man, right? Mm. He became council. I think. I'm trying to remember which character that was now, because it's been a little while since I watched the show. Crassus was the in the final season, after Spartacus and his men are ravaging Rome. Oh, the leader! You're talking about the Roman military leader. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was he. he then there was Julius Caesar was in that show. In that right. Season. Infiltrate. He infiltrates Spartacus's camp, and then. Yeah. Uh, but he's working with Crassus. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I would have loved to see Andy play that uh, guy mm-hmm. in that in those scenes. Um, but still, we got that second season. The re, the good, the only good, the only flower that bloomed from the you know the death of Andy was the fact that we got that prequel which was all betiatis mm-hmm. that that prequel season that the gods of the arena Gatticus? yeah no it was yeah with ganicus but it was all about betiatis and mm-hmm. betiatis father yeah the prequel and, to him yeah how he got yeah to be the head of the house or whatever which yeah. i loved that that was a great season that might be my second favorite yeah uh, that was good that really developed his character a lot more you know, um, it really got you watching. Like it was really it turned from a guilty pleasure to like, you want to see where it goes, you know, cause the, the character arcs, you know, I mean the, the villains stuff, they're, they're interesting to watch to see, you know, because they're, they're so they're human. They do some things that are, that are good that you can kind of root for a little bit, but then they always kind of come back to being <laughs> pretty bad again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That that's that was definitely you know that really surprised me because I was really against it in the beginning because like there's blood all over the screen. It's so excessive, over the top. I'm like, come on yep. with this. Like, 
what are they doing? They're just trying to shock you and that, you know, get get you to watch. But it, you know, there was some, there was some substance to it. So yeah, they showed us. You know, hundred percent substance to that. Yeah. Yep. It was ridiculous. It's a ridiculous show, and it's um, but. It's ridiculous, but that's what makes it great. That's what I didn't know what I was getting into when I was going to watch it is these, these lines they're writing for, <laughs> for these actors and actresses, yeah. you know, like I can't imagine they had to just be laughing their ass off when they were going over those scripts sure. before yeah. they recorded, you know what I mean? Like these actors are like, all right, you're going to, you're gonna audition for this piece and let's go read it and it's finally the gods remove cock from fucking ass and you're gonna scream it really loud yeah <laughs> you know with your with your with your arms out and uh and you're gonna have a monologue scene in the middle of an orgy uh. exactly <laughs> There's this scene in the, the, what's it, Vengeance. What's the second, season, third season called? Uh, Spartacus. Sounds right. Vengeance, Vengeance I think. Mm-hmm. Well, they're about to attack, they're about to attack this, they're out on the loose in the Roman countryside, and they, they attack, uh, this rich Roman's house, and this rich Roman, he's got his slaves, and he's, He's uh he's having sex with one of his slaves. Yeah. You know, not very not very kindly, just having his way with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then his 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 this is right before he's about to die. This is right before he's about to die. So he's he's having aggressive sex with this female slave, and then he said he's about to finish. So he announces and he, <laughs> he call he calls for his other slave, Tiberius. He says, yeah. you know, Tiberius. Yeah. I would finish place cock and ass. <laughs> See, the show worked on multiple levels. Yeah. <laughs> really cheesetastic, over-the-top lines, gratuitous violence, uh, blood all over the place. Uh, yeah, and it kept you watching. It's like, well, I want to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I actually made a meme of that scene. I took a screen capture of the scene, and then I put the words Tiberius. I would finish face cock and ass, and I posted it on a thread on the the Spartacus Facebook page. Uh There was like a, a long thread of people commenting on the show. And so I just yeah. posted that me- meme and I got a f- like a few love, you know, like loves. Yeah. And then, and then they deleted it. Oh. <laughs> That's Funny. too bad. That's too bad. That's... I thought they would appreciate it. it yeah. Was, I thought a perfect opportunity for a Spartacus meme to, to really encapsulate what the show is all about. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, I, was, I was thinking about that. That's great. I was thinking about that close-up um, when they, uh, Spartacus went to go shake 
the hand of one of the other gladiators and they do a big close up of you know how they shake their forearms but yeah. they, they do it in slow motion and they shake and there's like blood all over the forearms all it goes all over the screen and uh, all yeah. over the place <laughs> And like man, this is just—they're just not even trying. They're just doing it just to do it. Like that's one yep, way. That's the style. This. Yeah, it is. Um, also, there's that scene. You know, talk about sex scenes. Like there's a scene where uh, once this—I don't know if it's maybe it's Crassus, uh, um, and he's he's having sex with his—I uh, don't know. I wasn't. I don't think it wasn't his blonde. The blonde girl friend but it was somebody else that he fell in love with or something and and he, he's covered in blood no it is the blonde he they're covered in blood like totally and they're like going at it and like gosh i'd like i feel so i gotta take a shower like this is really bad <laughs> i yeah. don't feel like a good person watching this <laughs> no totally there's a bunch of that and then like there's that one scene where they've got one of the <clears throat> they've got one of the rebel Spartac one of Spartacus's men. They captured one of Spartacus's men. Yeah. And they they bring the, the the they bring the prisoner to this party where it's like all the most elitist Romans. Right. It's like, you know, the top Roman in the top Roman uh, in po politicians and, and noble families. Right. Mm -hmm. And they've got this, they've got this slave hanging up in the middle of the room and they're all like joking and they're toasting, they're toasting their wine and they're having a fun while each of them takes a knife and like cuts the guy. Yeah. And, you know, you know what I mean? Just weird, sick. Yeah. And it, you know, it just kind of demonstrates that uh, I thought it was a good showcase of elitist perversion, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, I think definitely exists still, in my opinion. Well, it's um, it's a great commentary on um, decadence and the the problems that uh, countries and uh, people can have if they become too decadent and uh, the class system and how unbalanced and ridiculous it is. And, and maybe you get so much money and you start to question, well, you know, how can I enjoy myself? Because everything becomes, you know, meaningless because you can buy anything and it's so anything to get a, uh, any kind of emotion or feeling, maybe, you know, there's a lot to draw from that. There's a lot going on there as far as, that as meanings you know but yeah it is it's pretty sick and it's i mean it, it, they, there's a lot of um people say that you know we're the u.s is too decadent and you know it's not too far but between you know barbarians you know invade us and it's you know we gotta start all over again and you know it, well think about that the existential problems everybody has from um, just, we don't have to like build, you know, uh, shelters anymore or fend ourselves off from predators. So we're, we have problems that are, it's like, dang it, I'm not going out Saturday night. Is my life worthless? How can I keep myself, 
<laughs> from getting depressed and it's like we never these this never used to be a big problem you know so many years ago you know oh yeah so many yeah. years ago we were worried about other things yeah yeah but now our technology too that's another one our technology is has made things a lot easier now um but at the same time, giving us all these weird anxieties and, uh, you know, what have you, um, just taking away some of our social social skills, you know. We don't have to go out and socialize in person as much. So, you know, that's a whole other yeah. podcast. And, you know, yeah. people talk about that sure. stuff all the time. Yeah, as we talk on this podcast about talking to each other in person. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, well, the bright side of all the tech is we can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. There, there are, there's, there are some good things, but you know, we, we lose, we lose others though. That other things that are important. You know, that's why, you know, that's why I say I talk about, you know, it's good that I get out. You know, once I make it a, a point once a week to get out and socialize whether that's at a bookstore or whether that's at a bar or what, you know, what, what have, what have me, um, because that muscle can kind of atrophy. If you don't go out and force yourself to use, meet new pe new people, strike up a conversation with, with new people, you know, that kind of muscle, you know? Yeah. So yeah, man, but I think you're doing all right. I mean, you got a good group of people you're, you're hanging with they're you know, they like to stay in shape, eat good, um, laugh, uh, you're curious. I mean, I don't, I don't know your friends, but they seem pretty, you know, hopefully well balanced and, uh, outgoing. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, my, the people in my life the most are someone who I met through a friend, uh, a longtime friend, went to college with a guy, this guy, and then I became friends with him. Yeah. So that's Lucas. That's my roommate. Then there's Omina, who I met in Sedona, and we became, you know, we just. Right. We became, a, we became partners. And then Alex, he grew up, uh, in Northeast here with me. So I, it's the same people I met my roommate through is the people I met Alex through the Molter brothers, the Molter brothers. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much. And then Ken and Nick, who I was with recently, they're my, you know, they're pretty old friends from over 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, through college. Yeah, I mean that that's that's pretty cool because think about you know some of my I think about some of my college friends like a lot of them everyone just kind of went their separate ways a lot like high school where um you know only, I only keep in t touch with like a couple people from college I probably keep in touch more with people from high school believe it or not than college like it, that's so weird um so I think that's not always uh. I, I, I don't think that's a, 
I think it's kind of a rare thing if you can keep your friends when you get out of school and keep that going, you know, and, uh, and make new friends from, from, from them and everything. Because also you got to think about people get married out of college almost immediately, you know, or they get that job where it's like, they're just all about, they're, they're so damn busy. And then, or they have a girlfriend and, I don't know. They just, it just stops like all the partying and, and stuff like that. Just kind of, it dies, you know? Um, yeah, I, th- I think you're kind of lucky. So, so ride, ride that wave <laughs> as long as you can, and you know, have good times and, and uh, keep meeting, meeting people, meet, meeting good people. So good on you. Yeah. You know? I need to travel. That's, so I was kind yeah. of saying, 2026 that's far enough out i can tell my employer taking the whole year off i'm traveling the world wow wow well that's that's a that's a bodacious goal you could you know it can be done and you just i don't know you have to sacrifice (laughs) you you gotta save that money up you know gotta start planning now yeah yeah, put, I maybe start like a, a savings account and just put money into that travel fund. Yeah, I started doing that. I I, I tried doing that for a little while. It didn't last too long, but I tried it. <laughs> you know, but I think you have to put it like someplace where it's hard to get. I think that's that's a big one. Like um, a separate account and a separate bank or something like that to be serious you know you just can't put it in a cookie jar or something it's too easy to grab that and use it you know if right you know i mean i know you're probably making some decent decent cash flow but i know i i was i was making okay money at the time i tried doing that and i still ended up pulling it and using it so i think that's what you got to do just go to a separate bank and store the money there you know so it's possible, I man. And I, I think I, I'd love to. That would be great. I mean, I'd love to go, like I said, as a starter uh, travel thing, go to England and Ireland, Scotland, and, um, you know, at least do that. It would be cool to spend like uh, a whole month, you know, out there. You know, I wouldn't have to, you have to stay at it. I could probably do a hostel. I can, I don't want to have to stay at a hardcore hotel or anything like that, but it would be neat. You know, a whole year is hardcore though. A whole year. It's like, you really got to have a plan. You got to have it kind of mapped out in a way, you know, have your Rick Steves books (laughs) ready (laughs) for all the packed countries traveling, you know, um, would be epic though. It will. Oh no, it would be great. It would be. It would, it would be great. You wouldn't be the same again. I think it'd be a great experience. Um, exactly. And it's know. what I. I mean, it's what I should have done when I was. I should. It's what I should have done when I was thirty. Mm-hmm. Or or yeah. younger. Yeah. Sure. Younger, even. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to go too young on this thought experiment because i feel like i at a certain age i wouldn't have appreciated it like i would Mm. or maybe maybe i would more because i don't know i just don't Mm. 
Yeah, I, I think it depends on, on what where your headspace was at what age. And you kind of project, well, if I was, you know, going around the country, would I be able to appreciate it? And then, you, you know, you kind of think about that and you kind of do a mock imagination tour. And then, and then, uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, I mean, if I, if I had to think about it, yeah, I think, I think I'd for sure, I'd appreciate it. But I think now, look, I think I'd appreciate it at any age doing something like that, really. Um, because I, I was never really like a like a thoughtless kind of like impulsive person, like 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 a big drinker, where I was just like all about the next party, or uh, you know, I, I wasn't always trying to like, oh, I got to hook up. Like, not that that would have been a bad thing, but you know, I was always I was always kind of like. I always appreciated when I was in a new, new area, whether that was like when I went to Mexico for the first time or even Canada where it's even, it's similar, but it's different. And I, I, I picked yep. up on the nuances and how people were a little bit friendlier and uh, how you can go, you know, I think it was we were in Toronto, the Sky Dome and, and just the culture was slightly different. It's like, you, you could pick, I could pick up on that stuff. I mean, um, so yeah, yeah, I, I mean, do it, do it. I mean, if you, if you can just de- develop a discipline to put that money away, why not? Why not? You know, um, I'll think about it too. I'll think about, I was, I've been thinking about opening a, an account at a credit union or something just to see how that goes and throw some money in there. Just keep it out of sight, out of mind and, you know, keep it for that special thing, you know? Yeah. Auto pay would be cool if you could just mm-hmm. set it up. So part of your, <clears throat> yeah, any, any money that comes in just automatically a percentage goes to that other account unseen. Yeah. You don't even think about it. You just know it's building up. That's what I'm doing with the, uh, Charles, Charles Schwab. I just hit, you know, it's 20 bucks a month and it just goes in there and I don't even think about it. So I can save up for another investment so just it would be like one of those things yeah you know? exactly yeah so well it's it's getting it's getting a little a little bit later on um i think i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap the show up what do you think sounds good man thanks for having me on yeah it's been a while so this is this is a good this is a good long show I mean, there's a lot of good content here i could good, good uh, things we talked about <laughs> how long how long did we go an hour hour and 14 minutes hour and 14 oh good uh, no hour and 42 oh hour and 42 yeah oh, wow that's like us though that's easy for us yeah yeah no that's good that that's a, that's this is one of the longer shows so um but there's a lot of good stuff we talked about ufos we talked about which was really cool i'm glad you talked about your experience uh you know at the what was the name of the the, the lake on the woods, the lake of lake the woods. Lake of the woods. Yeah, lake yeah. of the woods, and that yep. that's really neat. And you know, saw a UFO lake of the woods. It just came in the form of a light. It looked like a really really bright star turning on and then zipping off, but it wasn't a star because it wasn't up that high. It was probably yeah a hundred to two hundred feet 
away from me. That's really close. That's pretty close. That's yeah, it seemed like far. it was right above the tree, right above the trees. Yeah. Yep. Wow. 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 I mean, it makes. So I think I'm going. What the hell? They I'm were going doing back there. up there. Yeah, it makes. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know whatever it is, it's just part of a whatever it was. It was even if it was a bug, an insect, you know, like maybe it. Mm-hmm. Or again, maybe it was a shooting star and it happened so fast and my senses just, they didn't capture the reality of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, but I don't think so. I think I saw what I, I saw pretty clearly. And then, like I said, Alex confirmed, he said, he said he saw it too out of the corner of his eyes and yeah. it, cause it was bright cause it was bright. Uh, Nathan Rich, enjoy the night talk. Hambo, Dan Wilson. I think he's gone now. Hey, oh. Nathan, thanks for stopping <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, thanks, Nathan. Cool. I didn't see you on the, on the app here. I just see me and Daniel. Uh, but cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think we had, we had, we had a great talk tonight. Um, yeah, a lot I of- got this. I got this new little instrument. Can you hear that? <laughs> What is that? It sounds like a music class. Oh, is that I made the, this song. Xylophone? What is that? Anyway, sorry about that. No, uh, that cool. was just. I've been wanting to put that into a podcast because it's like it's gonna be my it's gonna be my creepy. (laughs) They loved it. They loved it. (laughs) It's great stuff there. You learn a new instrument. Yeah, I bought it out of this little craft shop. It's just, it's just. uh, seven little pieces of metal that you flick with your finger and it makes a percussion noise. So just like that. It's cool. <laughs> but I thought it was kind of creepy. I could make like, if I was, if we were doing like a mystery show, I could just make a really simple You know what I mean? Or like an interlude or something. Yeah, I see that. Yep. You got my imagination going. Now I'm thinking of doing a, a mystery podcast. Maybe a, a story where I come up with a, a mystery as I go. Um, using, well, this is a whole nother ball of wax. This, I have this stuff from my role-playing uh, uh, sessions called Adventure Crafter, where you can, um, it's pretty much you can make a story. So with a bunch of like um, lines that you roll up and characters that you roll up and random words, and if you, you, yeah. you can, it's kind of like you're you're trying to put together something that's happening, and right. uh, that that kind of gets me going. Like, what what if I put some kind of weird, strange mystery story together and use like that kind of music in between? You I know, would love to hear it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's got, got got an idea going there. Thanks for that. So, well, if you need an actor for that, 
uh, I'll play. I can play characters too. Okay. That yeah. it it would be kind of like an impromptu of uh, kind of like a, by the seat of our pants, uh, kind of show, like where we're ad libbing a lot of it. But I'd be rolling up some things that happened, and and then you would you'd be a character, and then I would have to react to that. <laughs> that sounds kind of fun. That would be a neat little experiment. Let's do it. Let's put it on the schedule. Yeah, maybe we'll do something like that. We'll we'll make it kind of short. Maybe make it like a, a little ten minute experiment, and then if it's successful, maybe we'll do one that's slightly longer and see how we can improv it. You know? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, also now that the Collins have been going, you know, actually working. Maybe we could do, maybe we can get someone else on here so we could have a, a three-way conversation um, if you know anyone that wants to be on and talk about maybe their experiences in Sedona. Uh, I'm sorry, Sedona or Sedona? Sedona, right? With an N? It's Sedona. Nah. Okay, not to be sorry. confused with Sonoma. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um just as a neat little experiment, just to see how that goes. I think three people would be would be interesting. I think more than three people, it might get a little bit too too much. But um, yeah, that could be something else we do. Uh, I have. I think we can I got do sound effects yeah. on here too. So, all right, let's hear some one more sound. Okay, effect. so I got <laughs> I got booing. I got ooh. I got cheering. Let's hear booing. Okay. <laughs> that sounded like a bunch of aliens booing or something. That sounded weird. Yeah, that, that was a little weird. <laughs> they got creepy. You want to hear creepy? Sure. All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is creepy. <laughs> It was creepy. Um, oh, that will startle me. All right. How about horror? We'll go to horror. Let's see how this is. Okay. Goes here. Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. That's a good segue to a paranormal story. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yep. Might have to start utilizing some of these tools for a. We'll do a. I'll be a guest on your story. Right. Show. Oh, this is yeah, yeah, man. And we could be like something happens, like uh, I suddenly I see a crow over the graveyard. <laughs> and I knew that I know I know that was a bad omen, so I try I, I run I run but I can't escape, and then I I hear a laugh. Laughter. <laughs> Where's the laughter? I'm on the show. I'm on the show. It wasn't real. I wake up. Oh, it was all a bad dream. You yeah, know? we just need to know which, uh, w what those tools sound like so we know how to use them. Mm -hmm. We'll just go, go through all of them and know how to use them when it's time. But yeah. like you said, I then all of a sudden I ended up. I was on a game show and everyone was laughing right. at me. You know, something that 
you know, you just have to see it coming or you, you I could kind of like, ooh, there's it's a good chance to use the sound effect if I come up with this scenario. Right. You know. Yeah, that's neat. That's a neat idea. Thanks for helping me come up with that one. So. Well, no problem. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. Maybe we call it. We already went over. You already did the try to get us off. And we're here <laughs> 15 minutes later. So. It's good. It's good. We have. Uh, I'm glad we have this much to talk about. Um, I'm going to start reading some more uh, passages from Missing 411 books. So I think that's a good thing to kind of have have uh, a good um just to get some good stories out there of, of, that because so many people aren't reading these books and if i read some excerpts from those books it's it's a good thing to talk about to kind of get the you know weirdness back into the show there a little mm, right. say more to this than meets the eye you know this this life so um all right i guess we'll call it a show unless there's anything else you want to get off your chest or Oh, fuck! Cock ass! <laughs>